Welcome to Locking Your Success. We are the company that creates strategies to build wealth. This podcast is the audio from the Locking Your Success Options Trading for Income Weekly Update webinar. This webinar reviews real-time hypothetical trades each week while analyzing market conditions with adjustments. Questions are always welcomed, asked, and answered. If you would like to view the charts and graphs referenced in this podcast, please visit our blog at LockingYourSuccess.com for a video replay of the live webinar. Before we get started, we need to go over our disclosures. Locking Your Success LLC is not a broker dealer or financial advisor. This presentation is for educational purposes only. This information is not an offer to buy, sell, or hold securities. You shall be fully responsible for any investment decision you make, and such decisions will be based solely on your evaluation of your financial circumstances, investment objectives, risk tolerance, and liquidity needs. Please visit CBOE.com to find and review the options risk disclaimer prior to placing any trades. Also, please note that these are real-time but hypothetical computer simulated trades and results. The trades are believed to be as accurately presented as possible, however, they are not guaranteed as to accuracy and therefore live results may vary. No representation is being made that any portfolio will or is likely to achieve profits or losses similar to those shown. Whew! Now that that's over, let's get to it. Here is your host, John Locke. Well, good morning and welcome to the Options Trading for Income weekly weekly webinar for May 16th, 2016. If you're watching this on YouTube, some other venue, come on over to our website, check out our programs and other things we have. We get you a free report, Seven Secrets to Become a Successful Trader, and join our free community. Speaking of our community, we have, if you'd like, to, if you're interested in joining the free community, it's under our main website, under freebies, lock options community. We also have, in addition to the free community, we also have a premium level. We also have a premium plus level. And the benefits, general benefits and so forth are listed out down here as well as the prices and how to do that. One of the benefits that we have with our Premium Plus membership, in addition to having two community coaching sessions a month, is to have enriching sessions. And Premium Plus members get whatever month they happen to uh, part of the program, they get that month's enriching sessions for free. These sessions are available to general public and other premium members and premium plus members as well, past uh, for our future premium plus members at uh, different pricing. And we have lots and lots of different stuff here that you can do that. So take a look at that stuff there. In addition, on our premium plus memberships, we also have our new Broken Wing Butterfly Master Track series that we are going to be starting in June. And it's designed to take somebody who essentially has a, a basic knowledge of options. We know what your breaks are, you know how to use an analytical tool, and you know what a broken wing butterfly is, and take them up to the level where they could fully understand all the popular broken wing butterfly trades out there, and also trade broken wing butterflies effectively in a whole bunch of different configurations and a whole bunch of different environments. We have information about that program here on this page. Again, if you come to our website and come into programs, it's, uh, it's right here. And you can go ahead and hit that. We have, like I said, information. And we also have had a lot of questions and answers, a lot of interest in the the program. This is a free benefit for Premium Plus members. It is not available to the general public. It's Premium Plus only. Is it going to be available to the public at some point? I don't know. If it does, it'll be worth thousands of dollars. So uh, this is going to be multiple webinars over several month period. I'm not sure how many. I'm sure that we're going to have at least four 
webinars on this, and I think they'd probably even go longer than that. So it's going to be a very comprehensive, very good program. It's kind of designed after the M3 program. The M3 program is designed to teach you to become a successful trader rather than follow a trade. This is even more so, and it deals with the, the entry structure of Brookhoming Butterfly and the variations of the entry structures of, of the Brookhoming Butterfly. And of course, the M3 is a Brookhoming Butterfly entry structure. So very, very comprehensive. If you're interested in this, we are, uh, the live classes start, I believe, June 8th. And if you do not sign up for the live class before June 8th, and again, this is for Premium Plus members only, but even if you're a Premium Plus member, you have to sign up for the class before June 8th. And if you sign up for the class, you can attend the live sessions, and, and you're essentially helping with the development. This is meant to be an interactive experience where we get questions as the program is being developed. One of the challenges with past programs is that I just go out and I make this program, and I don't get any feedback from anybody during the process of making the program, which is a little bit challenging because people have questions, and I don't always know what they are. So by being a part of this, you can come in, you can actually ask questions, and and so forth, and we can get that stuff answered and take care of on the way through there. The question is, Master Butterfly Program, are the sessions recorded so we can review them later? Uh, yes, they are, but if you want to start this month, you need to be registered prior to the session. So if you can't make the session yourself and you're registered for it, then you'll be able to view the recording. If you're not registered for it, you will not be able to do that until uh, we're going to have another process for, for feeding people in that are late, but you're not going to be able to do anything in June with that. You'll be delayed until July before you can start. And like I said, this is meant to be interactive. We also have our two community coaching program uh, classes at the same time, and we can interact with those classes along with interacting with this course. And it's kind of it's going to be an integrated program. Meant to be, it should be a fantastic learning experience here. So that's what it's meant to be, and allow you to, again, trade this type of a trade on your own. And it's going to cover all the popular adjustment strategies or broken wing butterfly configurations out there. So pluses and minuses, when to use them, when not to use them, that type of stuff. So it's going to be a great, great program. I encourage you to do that. So also, we have a calendar. If you go to our, if you're in our community, you can sign up for the free community. You can hit the calendar over here once you're in the community site. And this shows you what's going on. Today, we have, obviously, this webinar. We have, every most, almost every Monday morning, I have, I'm on Option Stripe where you can watch a seven-figure trade. It's a live million-dollar trade that I do. And you have to be an option stride member in order to do that. That's, that's driven through their site, but I'm on it, so I mention it here. Also, Wednesday, 1.30 to 2.30 for the general public. Capital Discussions is, uh, is, is going to be hosting David Thomas, and he's going to be talking about the M3 trade, so that's going to be great. Uh, as well, so I encourage you to do that. This Wednesday night, we have Community Coaching, and Thursday, we have Successful Options Trader of the Month, which, if we come back to our site here, is going to be Travis Wood. He's actually one of our newer traders, which is unusual. A lot of times we have more experienced traders, people who've been doing our uh, options trading for a long time. Travis is relatively new, and he has just had some outstanding, outstanding progress. I mean, the, the speed at which he's come up to speed and is doing fantastic, very, very well. Is, uh, is quite remarkable. So he's put a lot of work in, and I'd like to see how he does it and share that with you. And we'll do that on Thursday at 9 a.m. So that's what we have going on. So let's break out of this and move to 
the market. Now, Thinkorswim has actually been giving me a hard time. I have a request for the webcam, okay. I think I can do that. Here we go. All right. Well, the Thinkorswim is giving me a hard time. It's not, for some reason, the profit charts are not working on Monday mornings. As soon as the market opens, they seem to be working fine. So I'm, uh, I'm on my backup charting system, which is the regular charts in Thinkorswim. I do not have all my lines drawn on them that I usually like to have, but we can still see the market movement, and it's actually a lot cleaner. So last week, we were down over here somewhere. Let me just delete this drawing. Last week we were down here, we were bouncing off a support level in the Russell, and we were expecting a small bounce. I said this looked like a topping pattern last week, so I was expecting a small bounce in the market, and then probably a reversal back down, which is pretty much what we got. I actually think we're moving into a longer-term sideways trend, so I'm not putting too much faith in this, but if we do get a high-volume breakdown off of this level, we can set our price targets by running just a, a reverse Fibonacci retracement on this head and shoulders pattern, right? And that puts us down to around the 1040 level for, for a target should this pattern break down with any volume. If it's a light volume breakdown, it's probably only going to drop out to around 1085 or so. If it's a heavy volume breakdown, it'll probably come down and complete the pattern down to around 1040. So that's what I'm thinking if we get a breakdown. However, like I said, I'm more thinking that we get uh, we push into more of a sideways type of a move. If we look at the uh, Russell here, not the Russell, but the SPX, same type of thing. We have a nice head and shoulders pattern here. And if we get a breakdown, again, we could set our projections with our reverse Fibonacci. It's going to put us likely down into this area here, the 1980, uh, probably the top of this pattern. This is a, a good reversal point right here around uh, 2019. 80. For the SPX, if we get a breakdown there, and then of course we have the Dow, here they call it the DJI, which is also head and shoulders pattern. This is technically a confirmed head and shoulders pattern, but not really, because we're looking for, if you're, if you're a chartist, when you, when you see a head and shoulders breakdown, you're looking for a really hard uh, volume spike. We didn't get that. Basically, we're, we're completely flat on volume, so it's just a mild breakdown under a support level. Doesn't mean anything. And uh, so we'll probably be looking for a support level here a little bit lower, around uh, 17.49 or something like that. So any of those indexes breaking those levels in, in, a, in large volume capacity would be concerning for a continued down move. Other than that, we are more likely to stay sideways. As for upside targets, our initial upside targets are the top of the patterns or the, the previous highs here from back, back in this range here. So those are my thoughts on the market. Again, so, sideways is my consensus, but we are close to having a head and shoulders topping pattern confirmation. If that's the case, we're likely to drop a little bit. And I just would take a quick look at the NDX. The NDX is kind of trading on its own a little bit. Patterns are a little different, but we are close to a support level. A support level I would call on the on the NDX is around 42. Uh, I'm sorry, about 42.90 or so. So everything's at support levels. A breakdown would be a concern, especially if it's got any volume behind it. But uh, my my longer term consensus is sideways. So if we look at our trades here, Monday we had a 
uh, bearish butterfly had already been closed. It had been closed at, oh goodness, I don't remember, but I think it was around a five or six percent, I don't know, it was ten or ten or eleven percent profit for the month. So that one was already gone. We had our May M3. It was up about thirty-six eighty-five at the end of the day. We were running too high of a delta number, minus one forty-two. If we look at the analyzed graph, this is what we look like. Generally, we're only going to allow about minus 100 at this point in the tent here. So I did some verticals. So we did simply did four 1100, 1110s, and two 1100, 1120s. Brought to a position that looks like this. Brings our delta down to about minus 50. I could have been less aggressive with that and still been okay, but that's uh, about cut it in half. That about half our maximum, so that's pretty good. At that point, put us into a position that looks like this. Then if we move to Tuesday, we had uh, a further up move here. So what we did here is we did another six of these 11, 10, 11, 20s. Put that back in. Brought our delta down to minus 65 which again is, 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 is acceptable inside the tent here. That's what we look like there. And we're up about 42, 42.25, so we're pushing near profit target. Would have been reasonable to even exit here if, if we wanted to, but I decided to wait until the next day, and I believe we exited Wednesday. So if we come in here, take off our trades for the day, this is what we look like at the end of the day. We're up about $5,200. So we're over our profit target, nine days to expiration. This is what the position looks like. Perfect time to get out. Would we have been beneficial if we stayed in? Probably, but like I said, we don't want to push this uh, trades like this this close into expiration. You get your money and you get out uh, that close. It gets kind of choppy, unless you're used to trading close to expiration and that's your style. But for our most of our longer-term traders, you want to be out here. And if we look at our T-log, this is a summary of the trade. We actually had to move this one around a little bit because we started way down at 10.50 and we had quite an up move. So that is what we have there. And let's see, the other trade we had is the May Rock trade. So let's go back to Monday and we'll take a look at that one. So this is the position that we were in as of Monday. We ended up rolling back because of the down move. We ended up into this position here. Then we had the market reversal. Now, it's a challenge. And one of the nuances, if you'd call it, of a system like this, or when you go into this type of structure, is that you have a hole here. And that's not generally an issue far from expiration, but as you pull into expiration, it becomes very relevant. You need to keep a, keep a, uh, I have a note that somebody lost video. I'm assuming nobody else has, otherwise they would have told me. Looks like everything's good hand. So we're concerned about dropping into this hole here, and we have to watch the Vega number. We want to be solidly negative Vega. We want to be positive Theta. If we start having vega and theta issues, we need to deal with that here. There's multiple ways that you can deal with it, which is where the nuances come in. Come in. You can you can put verticals in. 
uh, forward, you can prefer to look backwards, you can roll butterflies, you can do a whole, whole lot of different things. In this case here, what I ended up doing is rolling the butterflies back up. So this is the position we're in, we're positive vega, which essentially is telling us that our t plus zero line is not very stable. So I want to correct that. So what I did is I took these butterflies at 1180. If we hit the go button, we roll them up to 1100. So now I'm at 1100 butterflies, and I have some butterflies up here still at 1160, and I still have my call on. This is what the new position looks like here, which is basically uh, still an M3R type of position here. If we move this to Tuesday, oh, no, other, I'm sorry, there were no other adjustments in this trade until Friday. So Friday, this actually hit profit target. It, and it's a reduced profit target, right? It was a, Thursday, we were under $5,000. Because we're in, in a rock trade, if we're in rock configuration, we want to pull 20% profit. If we're in, if we go back and get kicked back, kick back into the M3 configuration, we drop that profit target down to 10%. So that was 10%. By the end of the day, it was up $6,000, which is a little bit more than 10%. Closed the trade here and moved on. So this is what we looked like at close of day on Friday. Had we stayed in the position, we would have actually had to make an adjustment Friday because we're too positive delta. We'd have to do something, another rollback here, which isn't really worth it seven days to expiration at this price level. So that's what we have there. Let me do the T log on this particular trade. Again, a little bit of moving around here. I think we started out. I think we, yeah, we started out in a rock trade. We had to back off into back the position down because the market had a fairly decent fall at that point. But it all worked out just fine. We have our May V Condor trade, which has had no adjustments. It's just sitting here. Now, it's very, very unusual for the market just to sit in the middle of this position, but it does happen. So this is what our position looks like right now. Should the market stay here for another few days, I'm just going to close this out. So if the market, basically our best shot at making a reasonable profit here is to have the market drop out. Now there are other things you can do. We've been sitting here negative theta for a couple of weeks now in this position because the market's just kind of been hanging around this really, really tight range. Very, very good if you're in a rock trade or a condor trade. Bad if you're in a straddle. And essentially, the straddle is the only thing that's working in this trade right now. Realistically, the shorts here on either side aren't worth anything. You can almost pull them right off. So, you know, we could do a few things here. We could roll up our verticals, take on some, you know, take on some risk if the market moves or we could take out the straddle, in which case we might as well close the trade because these things aren't worth anything anyway. Or we can sit and wait and see what happens. If we happen to get, the market happens to take off, it has a 30 point drop, which would be completely normal, then we could actually make a, a decent month here. Of course, if it shot up to the upside a lot, which I'm not expecting, we could make something as well. But uh, like I said, I'm just going to let this sit. If we roam back into the middle of this position here midweek, then we'll just pull the position off and close it out at a small profit. But that's the May V Condor. We have 
our June trades. And our June trades didn't get any adjustments, so they didn't really need anything. So we'll just take a look at uh, where we are here. Our June bearish butterfly is only entered one-third because we market didn't get high enough to get entered two-thirds. We're slightly positive delta. We're up a little over 10% of planned capital. We're up 50%-ish of our actual capital. So this is going quite nicely. If the market comes down, we do our usual rollback procedure and stuff. If the market goes up, you know, we're just following standard guidelines here. So the thing about this trade with the guidelines is that uh, you can draw back down again. It's only up 6,000. It's not a lot for this particular trade. Uh, you can do things to protect your profits if you're, you're getting in closer to 21 days to expiration. So if something moves big by the end of the week here, we could switch this into an M3 trade configuration. We could just exit the trade and move on uh, at a reasonable profit. That's all stuff that's acceptable here. But again, we're just going to follow our regular guidelines. But this trade's doing very well. T-log is very simple here. We have a trade entry, no other moves. We have our M3 trade for June, which has sat in this position all week. Have our long call down here at 1,000. We have our butterflies at 1090. If you remember, I think we had to do a rollback on this a little bit earlier in the trade, which I'm not surprised. If you remember, when I, when I entered it, I was saying that I should have entered it a little bit further back. I was a little, I was a little uptight to the market, especially for where the market was, given the uh, how high it's been risen in a while. There was a very high probability we'd have to roll this back. But that's OK. We, uh, we handled it. And this is what our position looks like as of right now. Nice looking M3 trade there. Getting a little bit of sag to the upside, but we're not going to get concerned about that at this point. We have last but not least is our June V Condor. This trade is getting near an adjustment point. So positive 50 delta. We do have to buy back some puts. I do not like buying back puts on a V Condor, but it is an essential risk management technique here. So. This is what our trade looks like. Not really a problem, but at this point, but we are, if we get further down, we're going to have to deal with that. So those are all the positions. Let's, uh, let's see if we have any questions. Yes, all, uh, all the positions look great. Thank you. And the market's settled out nicely sideways. And like I said, as far as managing them, we, we just manage them for guidelines. So, but thank you for, for the comment of a great job managing them. If a V-Condor was my only income trade, would I be more likely to exit at a profit now rather than wait to see if it can make more? In this particular situation, I would not exit right now on, well, certainly not in June. But if I have a V-Condor in May, I'm generally going to wait out and see if we get a breakdown of this pattern that we have, if we get a breakdown of our pattern, we're expecting a move down to 1080 or so up into here. At that point, I'd be more likely to do something to close this. But right now, I would wait out the pattern. If we get a bounce up into this area here, I'd probably just close out at a small profit. Well, of course, your other, your other option there is to tuck in your... Well, we really can't even do anything to the upside here. We don't have any credit to the upside at all. In other words, we can't really roll this down. So 
Well, you could, I guess. You could do minus. This is going to put us a little bit too much into a quandary. I don't like that. But you could, earlier in the trade, like earlier in this trade, we could have brought in our wings a little bit and 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 did some, got some profit, more profit in the trade and so forth. So we could have done that. But I, I generally won't do that. Uh, in back testing, if you back this test, test these for a very long period of time, there are a lot of situations where you're sitting in a position like this, and the market decides to take off. It decides to have a, uh, it, de it decides to have a, a move of 30, 40, 50 points in a matter of a, of a week, because we're still, we're still what a couple weeks, uh, we're still seven days to expiration. So yeah, I don't think I'd do that seven days, but I have seen it seven days to expiration move 50 points. So we make a 50-point move in the right direction, you could still make some money in the position here. So it's just a matter of personal preference there. I could convert the straddle into a strangle. There you go. Just sell sell two of these instead of one and go into a into a, a straight strangle. Now the problem with that is it's taking on an awful lot of directional risk, and that's not what the trade's about. So uh, okay, so there you go. And those are all the trades. Oh yeah, right. You can widen the V, right? You could you could certainly, and I. And I would argue if it's even worth it. So, again, earlier in the trade it probably would be. But if you want to buy the buy a call there and and, and you want to pull this out, which is what we would do anyway if we had a delta number, uh, and you want to buy some something back here, you could certainly do something like that and run it into this trade, right? And th and that's a again that's a winnable trade if you don't want that much downside risk. You can, and this is just a, you can roll this in a little bit, probably plus one, come into something like this. The question is, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to sit in this trade and take on directional risk when there's just no reason for it, right? Just, just exit the trade and move on. Uh, okay, so if I'm a premium member, how do I upgrade to premium plus? Sherry can help you with that. She'll send you a message. Hopefully, Sherry, hopefully she can do that for that. So just uh, Sherry, send an email to lockinyoursuccess.com or within the community, actually even better, within the community, just chat. Just go in the community chat and chat to Sherry. She'll take care of that for you or she'll tell you. Yeah, the I can send. Can yep. you hear me, John? I can. Um, I, I, can send John, I can send John a message too. Okay, great. Yeah, so, so, so you guys will get together and take care of that. Uh, thanks, John. Looking forward to the Broken Wing Butterflies. It's very, it's uh, and it's various seminars. Thank you very much. And I think that's it. That's all we have for questions. So, thanks for joining me, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great week trading. And remember, we're in expiration week, so don't take too much risk there. The market's been very, very flat. If it moves, your profit and loss will go away very quickly. So, you get an acceptable profit number. Uh, if you're in a risky position at all in your trades, just get out and move on to June. July is coming this week. So have a great week, everyone.